Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. This show is brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation in partnership with the Compassionate Friends. Well, today we have an interesting show because we're going to talk about the wisdom of grief, and I want to get right onto it because our guest is really one of the wisest people I've met in a long time in the world of grief and loss. She has got some revolutionary and very interesting ideas. We're only going to be able to touch the tip of them today, so I'm hoping that you'll get her book. Her name's Miriam Greenspan, and she's a psychotherapist and an author. She was born in a displaced persons camp in southern Germany shortly after World War II. She's the mother of a child who died in infancy and has a daughter with multiple disabilities. She holds degrees from Northwestern University, Columbia, and Brandeis University, and her most recent book is Healing Through the Dark Emotions, The Wisdom of Grief, Fear, and Despair. Well, Miriam, thank you so much for coming on the show today. As I said, I I think some of your ideas are so revolutionary, and I really enjoy your book, and it's something that you can pick up and look at over and over again. Well, thank you so much. I'm really delighted to talk with you, and thank you for having me. Heidi, we saw Miriam at ADAC, right? She was a presenter there, an amazing person. She was. She was incredible, and she has a lot of, like you said, incredible ideas um, about healing through dark emotions. You know, we try to avoid those dark emotions, the dark emotions of grief. What kind of emotions are those that we try to avoid? Well, you know, in my book and in general, my teaching, I I talk about what I call the core group or triad of dark emotions, and they are grief, fear, and despair. And what I mean by the core group of dark emotions is that based on my experience as a psychotherapist for 40 years and just being a human being, these three so-called negative emotions are the ones that we humans tend to be most fearful of and the ones that are most devalued in our culture. And Now repeat what those are again. Grief, fear, and despair. They're the emotions that get us into the most trouble when we avoid and deny them. Um, in other words, it's not the emotions themselves that are the problem, in my view. It's our inability to bear them and to be mindful of them and to really allow ourselves to feel them as energies in the body. When we when we avoid them, deny them, escape them, uh, hide from them, that's when we get into trouble and develop all kinds of so-called symptoms um, like anxiety, depression, and, and other psychiatric symptoms. It's kind of like we, we, we're sitting at a table with a banquet of emotions and um, you know, on one side of the table there's love and joy and wonder, happiness, and of course, naturally, human beings want to congregate at that end of the table. That's where the delicious food is. <laughs> and But, you know, there's no one who wants to be on the other side of the table where, where grief, fear, and despair uh, are served up. Uh, but the, the problem is that as human beings, eventually we all get our share of these emotions from that side of the table. And the question is, can we um, not only eat what we've been given, but, you know, digest them properly and actually receive some nourishment from them? It's a fabulous analogy. It really really takes us into it. Now, one thing I want to say, some of the people that are listening to us are newly bereaved. And what about that? Are there some things that we just have to go through before we can get to where we can more process them? What's your thought on that? Well, you know, that's where grief is the most powerful emotion there is. You know, and having 
been through the death of, of a child, I, I understand, you know, in a very intimate way, the power of grief. And this is about attending to and befriending and surrendering to grief, okay? So that has something you can do from the start, from the get-go. Pay attention to what you're experiencing and see if you can, instead of screaming, oh, no, I'm feeling sorrow and grief, I can't take it, see if you can actually allow yourself to approach it with an attitude of, I would say, inquiry, allowing yourself to go through whatever you need to go through and allowing yourself to say, I am going to honor this grief. I am going to give it space and time. I am not going to try to run away from it. That's the intention that starts the process of what I call emotional alchemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and by I really, I really that. like this, Miriam. I really like just honoring it because, like you said, oftentimes we try to run away from it. And I also have a lot of clients that will come in to me and they get almost, they're almost apologizing. They get embarrassed and they say, I can't believe yep. I'm, do- I'm doing this again. And so, like, yes. I love that you're normalizing this. Yes, thank you. Well, I mean, I think that's so important, and it's it's a sign. Excuse me, it's a sign of our culture. I think that we feel we have to apologize for sorrow, mm-hmm. when in mm-hmm. fact, grief is a universal, normal emotion. It is a response to loss and death. It is, in fact, a profound healing process. Without grief we would be condemned to meaningless loss. We would not know how to move beyond loss. Grief is the process that, in fact, if allowed, if befriended, moves us through, you know, through that intense emotion to a place of expansion. I mean, this is what I call emotional alchemy. There is a process by which our most feared and dreaded emotions become the ground of um, our most profound spiritual strength, but it requires a certain kind of skillfulness that we just don't learn in our in our culture. And skillfulness, I like to try to reduce it to three different but related skills, and, and they are attend, befriend, and surrender. So the first thing is attend, pay attention. This sounds so simple and obvious, and yet, you know, even in the bereavement field, I have to say, there there sometimes is a kind of rush to normalcy that takes place. You know, like, let's get past the grief, let's move on, let's uh, let the healing begin. But right. before the healing can begin, before the healing can begin, before you can, you know, move out of grief, you have to actually move into grief. You have to go down before you can come up. Oh, well and said. Like, mm-hmm. You have to pay attention as you're going down, you know, which is very difficult sometimes. And when none of us do this perfectly, you know, this is not about setting up a kind of um, ideal scale of how to do grief. It's just some, you know, hopefully some useful markers along the path. Well, along the journey. Miriam, and I think it's important for people out there to hear this, that it's okay to go into it. Like you said, you have to go down before you can go back up. People are terrified of fully feeling the grief because they're afraid they'll be overwhelmed and they won't be able right. to get out of it. Right. That's exactly right, Heidi. And it's it's very hard to, to reassure them, you know, that in fact, 
and this has been certainly my experience as a therapist, I'm sure you've seen it too, the danger and grief lies in when we cannot tolerate it, when we put it aside, when we say, "I this is too overwhelming, I will not, I cannot, I will never get out of this if I enter it. That's where the danger is. That's where grief can turn toxic, uh, by which I mean not the grief that's toxic, it's our inability to be present to it. I like to reassure people that, in fact, if they want to get to a place where they're no longer grieving, the ticket is through the grief, not around it. Um, and right. so how can we, how can we use, treat grief like a normal energy in the body? I like to think of these dark emotions as useful energy. Um, I like that, and, useful energy, because they do give you a lot of energy if you uh, go yes, with them. they do. So you're talking about befriending the grief, which is your second, attend and then befriend? That, that's right. So the second skill, befriend, is about doing just that, um, saying, I will make friends with this emotion. I, I, will, I will learn what it has to teach me, treating emotions like teachers as opposed to symptoms of horrible pathology. Um, and so befriending, we allow our emotions to be in the body. We're able to mindfully experience them. And we we can see or witness the stories that we tell ourselves about the emotions, which is distinct from the emotions themselves. Uh, now, is, is this about widening your grief story then? Well, yes and no. I mean, I've tried to systematize this process, and obviously, it is not really, you know, some linear process. Right. Um, frankly, my publisher said to me, you know, you need you need numbers here. How many skills? How many? <laughs> right. So I tried. <laughs> so I tried to, you know, really tackle that because it's good to have a sort of analytic approach as well, but. Befriend is, is really just a process of allowing the emotions to be and extending our attention span, you know, just extending our comfort zone so that we can be with this emotion in a, in a mindful way. That's what befriending is. When I say surrender, that's the sort of spiritual part. That's, that's really about accepting that we're in pain and not trying to fight that. So saying yes when we'd rather say no. Yes, I am in pain. Yes, I am suffering. Yes, I am grieving. And so be it. So that's a kind of um, skill as well. Right. And I like and that. Then, because sometimes, Miriam, sometimes the more we try to control things, the more out of control we feel. So I exactly love that idea of leaning into exactly. this, accepting it, right. kind of observing it and being curious about it, exactly. learning from leaning it. In. That's, a, that's a good way. Leaning in and learning. You know, when I was pregnant and when I was in labor with my son Aaron, um, who was my son who died. I remember that the midwife said to me when she saw me screaming in pain, she said, when that wave of pain comes, just go into it instead of running the other way. Mm-hmm. And that was the best advice I ever got, not only for giving birth, but in general. You know, right. just, can you approach what you'd much rather run away from? Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I try to break it into these seven steps. So the first step is really intention. What is our intention for this emotion? If we set our intention as something like, I will inquire into this, I will lean in, 
and and you know try to um, befriend this emotion, even though it scares me. That's a different intention from I am going to medicate it or I am going to run away from it because it's just too much to bear. You know, I want to I want to go to step six, um, the way of action, because what you say here, I think, is so profound. And I want to end the show on this. Don't let your grief story stop you. Yes. Yes. It's all about affirming the value of grief, allowing yourself to feel it in the body. That's step two and three. Seeing the larger story, namely that we all grieve, eventually all human beings grieve, and having being, being mindful of it uh, in a non-action way. But the way of action, the sixth step, is really not letting grief stop you. That means, in all ways, not stopping your tears, not stopping your crying, uh, you know, allowing yourself to use grief as an energy to make changes in your life because often people in grief really experience a profound shift in their self-understanding and their way of understanding who they are. And grief begins to ask questions of them like, you know, what do you need to change? Um, so grief is can be a profound change agent in terms of self-definition. And I'm saying allowing grief is really that is where the alchemy is that's where the power is that that we have a normal sense of self that gets shattered when we're hit with grief and that shattering is potential for something new to happen there's a there's a a jewish sage who says there is nothing so whole as a broken heart uh. so there's this shattering shattering breaking and it's the openness that is that that's where the wholeness is. That's when grief like that. When we allow grief, it it changes us. Thank you so much for being on our show today. I mean, uh, you're an amazing person, and your thoughts are very profound. And I would suggest to everybody get this book if you've enjoyed this show today. And there's so much more in it. It's called Healing Through the Dark Emotions: The Wisdom of Grief, Fear, and Despair by Miriam Greenspan. And it's put up by Shambhala Press. So thank you again for being on the show. Thank you so thank much. You, it's been a pleasure. I've enjoyed talking to both of you. Thank you very much. And thank you for the work that you do. Well, Heidi, uh, great show, huh? Oh, my gosh. She has so many incredible things. I love just the whole new way for me of thinking about grief and bereavement. And I love when she said there's nothing so whole as a broken heart. Right. I do too. And I want to say to you, I hope you'll think about her three steps, attend, befriend, and surrender, and take care of yourself. And remember, if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own. And God bless.